0: Download our app in iTunes and the Google Play Store. It's the KLP Aftermath. Get, get ready. What's up, what's up y'all? y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Yo, 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 yo what's crackling? This new deal, double G. Yo, what's going on? This is Drizzy J. Radio. We're taking over the radio. You're locked with KLP. Kennedy Lucas. It's going down. It's crazy. <laughs> what's, what's, what's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by, Powered by the core. Ninety four. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is the KLP Aftermath Podcast with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Hopefully, you guys are ready for another exciting, very, very interesting podcast because we have quite a few things that we're going to talk about. We do have some things on script, but then there's some things I wanted to talk to you guys about on podcast off script. So, if you're listening to tonight's podcast, KLP Aftermath Live from studio, of course tonight on all audio platforms spotify amazon music audible itunes apple podcasts we are available everywhere and of course the next day we'll be having the video version of our podcast we got the camera rolling here in the studio we've got quite a few things to talk about here today but before we get on to of course what we wanted to talk about here on today's uh, episode hopefully you guys have been listening to uh, the latest show, of course, KLP Tonight. I debuted the show back. Of course, KLP Tonight is a talk show that is available for all video platforms and all audio platforms. I do recommend that you guys go out, listen, watch the show, KLP Tonight. We talked about a lot of great things. And we've had, honestly, we had a lot of people tweet because I have over 1,000 followers on Twitter. I know I say that a lot, T. And I know that's not nearly enough of these Twitter people that have 2 million followers on Twitter, but I'm pretty darn proud of that for sure. Um, Of course, uh, a lot of people love the the, the style of the show. I'm off script. I'm talking about current events. And I think I'm going to stick to the show being every Saturday because Saturday seems like the best time to really get it in for a talk show. Very, very excited for that for sure because you guys enjoyed it and you have something to watch throughout the whole weekend. So um, a lot of great Use actually to we saw our numbers uh for our our audio platforms because uh with spotify video you're able to watch the show the video version also on spotify video that's what's so great about spotify video is now they're allowing us creators to not only get in the mic and and do an audio version because i'm always going to be that one podcaster that sticks to the budget sticks to uh keeping things audio i love doing audio because it's just one of those things i love to do but sometimes we like to give you guys a video version of it too because you guys get to see me on camera you get to see my reactions that way, you know, it kind of balanced it out. And Spotify Video made it to where uh, we're able to do that. Not all podcasters can do it. So I kind of feel kind of specialty. We feel kind of special because I think the guy, the one podcast that's dominating the video portion of it that I've seen so far is Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's killing it with his podcast going video. That, I mean, that's the marker for his podcast, is just the video version of it. So very, very excited for that. Very, very happy to bring back uh you know our content creating we've been doing it really really well this month of january and i'm just i'm stoked so um to everyone who's listening to the podcast everyone who's watching the podcast later on demand uh, i have to say thank you you guys make my content better um you guys love klp tonight we are giving you guys many many shows um throughout the week and i i i, I we we enjoy it we really because it, it's cool to say that this is Uh, We we come to the studio and this is our job. This is what we're doing. This is our part. And I do this a little bit because we're partnered with Emory and I work at Emory as well. This is part of our job, you know, and it just it it gets our week going. It really does get our week going. Now, I I do have a script here today, but I wanted to talk to you guys about this thing I read. This was a couple of days ago, so I might be a little late to the game uh, with this uh, topic. But, you know, I wanted to talk about this because there's been many podcasters out there talking about this and i I do agree with with everyone about this because um a lot of people and this one goes out i believe the latest video i watched was joe button's podcast and his co-host was saying that everything that's virtual reality we're calling metaverse i don't understand why we're calling everything in the metaverse because that's the name that Facebook has given out. Now, there's no hate on Facebook. It's not, uh, It will Meta, I guess that's the name for Facebook. I still call it Facebook. A Comment below. Do you guys still call Facebook, do you call Facebook Meta or do you call it, uh, do you still call it Facebook? I still call it Facebook. I know Meta is the new company name. Uh, we have people in the studio here and you, they agree with me. I still call Facebook, Facebook. I don't call it Meta, even though that is the new name for the company. I still say Facebook. Um, Because we're prone to Facebook, we grew up with Facebook, so uh, it's hard to do a name change. And and, you know, innovation is good, but you never see me change our name so much. And we have over the years, we've changed KLP Entertainment's name. Of course, back in the day, it was this before T came along. Uh, KLP Corporations was the first name, and then it came. Well, no, it was KLP Studios, and then KLP Corporations, and then KLP Industries, and now it's KLP Entertainment. So we we've had our fair chances of name changes, but. Uh, I still call Facebook Facebook. I don't call it meta. I, I don't know. It's just that's just how I do it. But anyway, we're we're calling the virtual reality metaverse, which I just don't understand why we're using the word metaverse. I get why we're using metaverse because that's a cool name. It's out there. It's topic of conversation. People are still talking about it. But it's virtual reality. I'm always going to say virtual reality or augmented reality because that is the official science term of it is it's virtual reality and augmented reality. A lot of things we're seeing virtually, whether it comes down to the Oculus, whether it comes down to PlayStation VR or Hive, uh, VR, we're calling a lot of people are referencing it. Oh, that's the metaverse. Oh, this is the metaverse. Oh, that's the metaverse. No, but well, yes, but no. Virtual reality is the official name for it. So, uh, the, the purpose of the conversation, of course, metaverse. I saw on a couple of days ago that people, investors, and rich investors, and actual people are buying real estate, virtual real estate, out there in the metaverse, virtual reality. And there's been a story. There was a story developed and I can't pull up the article because I I tried to find the article this morning in the office. I couldn't find it. But there's been believed that somebody bought a hundred thousand dollar house, virtual reality home for one hundred thousand dollars. Could you imagine buying a virtual reality house that you can, I guess, step into using a, a headset or using some sort of device, but you don't really get to live in the in that house and you spend a hundred thousand dollars on it that is crazy with people's money you will never catch me do something like that in virtual reality buying a house that 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 size that cosmic size of a hundred thousand dollars and the only way you can really enjoy it is when you put a headset on it's crazy people are doing it they're investing in metaverse i guess people are buying actual houses for a hundred thousand dollars versus not going to get an actual house that you can live in you can do renovations in you can really enjoy people are spending their money on that kind of stuff and it it, it drives me nuts because i read the article right and it really drove me nuts because i i couldn't believe what the, the what people are paying they're paying virtual reality land as profit and as tangible assets it's crazy investors are investing millions in land virtual reality land which i i i don't get it i don't i wouldn't recommend people buying virtual reality uh, uh things like that now here at KLP Entertainment, we have bought virtual reality characters um of course guardians was one was a great movie Uh, Back in uh, 2020, it's already a nominated film that we did, virtual reality. We toyed around with virtual reality. We toyed toyed around with augmented reality. That's an investment if you're making a movie or you're making a project. But it's slim to none when you buy something like that and you can't really do too much to it. You can't really live in it until you're in a headset. Now, I know a lot of people say that we're going to be endowed in the metaverse. We're that metaverse, the new wave. And I believe it. Technology is getting more enhanced out here in the world. But I don't see that we are ready for that. Metaverse to come out and, and to say that we can dabble into Metaverse, we can live in Metaverse quite yet. We have quite a few years to go. Do I think this is this might happen? Yes, I do believe that this might happen. Um, but you know, I just I as one of those things that you know, I just I, I'm not a fan of too much. I mean, I will virtual reality. I will play a virtual reality games because I think those things are cool. Uh, I want the new PlayStation virtual reality because I think uh, that's going to be the next wave of it. But to invest that much money into land, I just don't see it. People are doing it for sure people are investing in these things i know billionaires have invested in bitcoin i saw an article that a lot of billionaires lost a lot of money because of the downturn for bitcoin uh, nfts i still don't get nfts honestly i really don't understand the, the, the logic of nft but hey it's people investing their money i can't control what people invest their money i can only control what i invest my money in for sure but it was quite interesting i thought it would be a good topic of conversation because I read the article and it's crazy that people are they're 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 investing money in a virtual reality house and it must have been a big house a hundred thousand dollars that is a great sum of money to get a great house Uh, believe it or not I know a lot of people like hundred thousand hundred 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 grand you know I can get more from that a hundred thousand dollars that is a great sum of money to buy a house so you can buy a great house with that kind of money just saying especially here in Georgia so you know moving on to the next topic of course ladies and gentlemen we're going to talk about candy now candy I I haven't been eating so much candy as of late this past year and a half because you guys know I've been on my workout journey you guys can follow me on my tiktok my twitter my instagram my facebook you guys know that i like to do workout videos uh shout out to both crunch snailville and crunch and john's creek because i actually did do a post the other day um showing you guys a tip about muscle milk and how i use muscle milk for pre and post workout session but you know that hence the point i haven't been eating candy as much and this is the candy that i really haven't eaten well, eaten in a very very long time and actually this is my favorite candy if you guys. Want to surprise me one day out there in, in, in the Universal Nation fans or fans and friends and family? You can surprise me with a bag of MMs. ms are my prime favorite candy. I like the peanut version. It's not saying that please go buy me some candy. That's not what I'm saying. But if you want to surprise me with a, a bag of M&M's, I'll be very, very pleased about that. But M&M's are my favorite. I haven't eaten. I haven't. I keep saying eaten tea. I don't know why I keep saying eaten tires, but. Eaten, that's the the gra- the grammar term of it. Eaten. I haven't eaten MMs in a very, very long time because I've been on this health kick and it's been joyous, honestly. The health kick has been very, very awesome. But this is coming from today news. Of course, Eminem characters are getting a new look to become more inclusive. Of course, Eminem hopes to create a world where everyone feels they belong and society is inclusive, of course. One person uh personified a candy at a time of course uh this is a, an article coming from christy callahan I, I have to make sure i reference the the people that are writing these articles because i want them to get the proper uh, credits because they're allowing us podcasters to really uh talk about it. of course can a group of multicolored candy characters change the world the marketing minds behind eminem certainly hope so i believe so because again we're and it's no secret we're living in a rough time right now a lot of things are going up COVID-19 is going up injustice is going up for my black uh culture out here in this world so you know this is a great marketing strategy for M&M's of course the brand just announced the multi uh multi- Prone approach to creating a world where everyone feels belong in society inclusives of course and it apparently starts the uh with makeovers for each of those colorful eminem characters that star in brands popular commercials eminem has been doing some really awesome commercials not as of late but we all know through the years they've done some awesome awesome commercials and you know they they've done some things with their with the brand of course the candy company decided to give Um, Each of the six characters fresh, modern uh, take on their traditional look and more uh, more announced uh, uh, personalities to underscore the importance of self-expression and the power of community through storytelling, of course. So this is quite interesting. I'm wanting to see what happens to this and they have it to where there's an old and new look of it. I don't see much of a difference yet. I, and there's so much you can do to like Eminem characters. You can't really change them out too much. Of course, the yellow Eminem, he looks a little bit slimmer, uh, I would say. But I'm very interested to see the minds of it. Of course, they blink, the blink, or you'll miss it. Design changes are uh, kind of looking like at one of those. Can you spot the difference? Pictures. Um, I can't really. I mean. I, I can't really tell a difference, y'all. I, 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 I'm i looking at the picture. I, I can't really spot a difference as of yet. Maybe it changed my mind when the commercials air, and we'll see more of that. But I haven't. There's not really. I, I can't tell a difference. Um, there's more here, of course. The green Eminem, newly liberated with her white boots, lets loose. Of course, she talks social re- reproduction theory. Let me go back to these boots here. Oh, okay. So I do see that. So now we have it to like the green M&M. The female, one of the female M&Ms. She was wearing boots in the old one. And now she's wearing uh, shoes, of course. Now, oh, okay. Now I'm seeing it. I'm seeing the difference. The shoes are the difference. The M&M characters look like they were just wearing, I don't know what kind of shoes these are. But in the new design, you have it to wear the, looks like the M&Ms are wearing sneakers, actually. Uh, these look like adidas that I'm seeing on the red MM. you got more of a boot style for the orange MM. m uh, like I said the green looks like she has on Nike instead of boots so very very interesting very a uh, culture shock for sure I, I can you can see it now in the picture of course uh, they're changing this up of course finally an MM with mental health struggles that is the orange Eminem <laughs> uh, I, I, and I rest assured I'm not laughing at mental illness I'm laughing at fi- the, the tweet that Matt XIV had tweeted about it uh, Eminem characters become more inclusive and you know this stuff happens you know I've I've had it my fair share of being in mental states before so uh, before you guys blast me out on Twitter before you blast me out on the show I wasn't laughing at health uh, mental health I you know I, I've been through it too so, uh, Matt, he joked about it on his Twitter, but I can really spot the difference with the, with the M&M characters. I really do hope that this goes, uh, far, uh, within the M&M company, the Morris company, because I'm a big fan of them. I love m M&M. and That's one of my favorite, uh, uh, candies of all time. So if you're ever thinking about, you know, if you're, you know, if, Wanting to give me some candy you know you know where to find me guys so of course next on we're going to talk about tech news and i mean tech businesses out there from insider they organized Charles plot uh one of the most powerful people at companies at structural that links them together it's a summary of one of uh our technology reporters have pulled together using their sources networks and internal uh, documents. So, of course, we're going to give you guys a list, a organization chart, the uh, view the most important people and power structures of tech companies like Netflix, Google, and J.P. Morgan. Of course, Netflix. Of course, they mapped out 66 most powerful people at Netflix after it overhauled its leadership. Uh, Of course, they have that list there. Of course, Microsoft is next. They identified 175 most powerful people. Now, uh, if you guys didn't get it, of course, we're highlighting the number of of powerful people within these companies because um, it's real out here. It's It's real that they have a lot of people within these companies. Of course, 175 people at Microsoft. Microsoft's been doing some good things. We won't talk about xbox and blizzard and activision because everyone's been talking about that for the past two weeks i talked about it enough we'll see the developments uh if you're looking for me to talk about activision blizzard again i won't talk about it here on the show because everyone's been talking about it it's i mean we get it uh of course microsoft cloud meet 30 executives who roamed the hunt 1.8 trillion tech uh tech titans crucial cloud business under the ceo of satya nandela of course amazon web services they identified 95 most powerful people uh at the amazon web services amazon's a, a large organization to work for i actually did work for amazon thank god i don't work for amazon anymore because as i say very loosely because they're premiering our shows on their services working for them in the intern in internally it's you know it's it's a job is if you can stomach it if you can deal with it it's something you can do google they identified 195 most powerful people at google under sundar pachi of course google cloud they identified a number of 142 most powerful people at google cloud at its race to beat amazon and microsoft YouTube they recognize of course 49 most important people who run uh, YouTube it's a lot of people that's running these companies too a lot of people now we only have I want to say about six people help running the the KLP entertainment brand that is my CEO which is me my CFO which is T-C-O-O-C-M-O and our chiefs so it, it, we we are very small small crowd compared to these big titan giants that have all these people that's more powerful of course they identified at intel 181 most powerful people at uh, intel as new ceo pat gilsinger tries to turn around slow and gross at chip giant of course uh intel you know intel has been Intel has been doing some downgrading because of the chip shortage, and they're trying to produce as much chips, not just only in their computers, but a little bit in gaming, too. You look at all these game companies, Sony, Microsoft, everyone's having a chip shortage. So, you know, they're trying to turn, turn it around. Of course, Salesforce has 138 most powerful people at Salesforce under the CEO, Mark Benoff and looks like that's all the list here. All these companies are great. Um, I, I, I love to see tech companies like this strive for excellence. It's a lot of people that goes in with, uh, their, 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 their companies, but they're doing a lot of great things. And you know, I, I, envy that. I, I learned from that because technically we're not a, we we know this too. We're not a tech company. We're a media company, but you know, we deal a little bit in tech when it comes to certain things, so for sure. So those are the number of people that's recognized here. Now, before we log off here, KOP Aftermath, hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show so far because we've talked about some great things here on the show. Of course, I wanted to talk about a little bit of NFL, a little bit sports news because we're getting ready for the Super Bowl. And of course, uh, shout out to all everyone who's been following the Super Bowl. I know it's been all over the news today that everyone was a little bit upset about Tom Brady and the Buccaneers getting eliminated for playoffs amidst Antonio Brown's uh, exit to the team. I actually heard, I wasn't eavesdropping, maybe I was eavesdropping team, but I went to the gym today and, you know, it's a locker room full of men. They're talking about the same scenario. Uh, I briefly just heard that, you know, some guy said that, you know, oh, ever since Antonio Brown made his exits and and did what he did, he must have knew that they were not going to make it to the Super Bowl. And A.B. did what he did. So there's a whole nother story with that. But, of course, we're talking about Patrick Mahomes told Joe Burrow his Chiefs-Bengals playoff match predicted in Week 17. See y'all in the playoffs, of course. Uh, The Chiefs and the Bengals, Cincinnati, actually, if you don't know, Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals, are meeting for the second time this season and this month after the Bengals uh, beat the Chiefs 34-31 on January 2nd. Um, This time, Kansas City and Cincinnati will face in the AFC Championship. The Bengals haven't received this game since 1988. But this marks the Chiefs' fourth consecutive appearance. Of course, quarterback Patrick Mahomes expected to meet the Bengals in the playoffs this year after Joe Burrow and the Bengals beat the Chiefs a few weeks ago. Mahomes told Burrow after the game that they will see y'all and this is close we will see you guys in the playoffs of course and of course the cincinnati bingles they tweeted about it of course we meet again uh the 26 year old chiefs quarterback in his fifth season but 25 year old Perot is only in his second season in the Bengals. this will be the first time the two young quarterbacks it's good to see a lot of young quarterbacks in there because we we i mean you got your you got your matt ryan's you got your um aaron Rodgers, you got your tom brady a little bit of older quarterbacks but they're still out there they're still kicking it but then you got your younger quarterbacks to represent the team really well let me tell you when you become a quarterback you're on the marketing team you're getting martin i believe uh last madden game patrick mahomes was was on the cover so you get quarterbacks they making a lot of money make sure they do their due diligence with these games of course uh, of course after meeting up in the playoffs and it will be the only second time Mahomes and Barrow have played each other. Of course, 10 of the 16 AFC teams have been Starling quarterbacks. That is 26 and younger. Young. Uh, even crazy enough, Mahomes is one of the older AFC quarterbacks right now for Sunday's AFC Championship game will continue and to give fans a look into the future of AFC. FC. So uh, I believe this is the and I got to look more research about this, too, T, because I'm, I'm not too sure if this was this past uh, game or not. And I have my phone right here, but I'm not too sure if this was this past Sunday, meaning yesterday or is it this Sunday uh, coming up for sure. But we're going to go ahead and just Google this up real quick. Uh, uh, January 30th. So that will be this coming Sunday. I don't know. Why I, I, I thought it was this past Sunday for some crazy reason. Um no the game it was Rams versus Buccaneers is what everyone's talking about that was this past Sunday of course so the Bengals will go against the Chiefs of course we'll talk about it for sure um who and a lot of people ask me today in the office which team am I going for um, I like Patrick Mahomes, but I got to go for my Bengals be, simply because I've been to Cincinnati. I've been to the uh, the state of Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, Dayton, Ohio. I've been to Ohio before. It's a very beautiful city, so that's why I'm going for uh, the Bengals. Of course, a lot of people talk a lot of smack about the city of Cincinnati, but I've been to Cincinnati Gosh, this was like a century ago. It was so beautiful. The buildings, the, the, the stadium was nice. So I I have to root for my Cincinnati and actually knew somebody who was an agent for the Cincinnati, one of the Cincinnati teams. And he stayed at our, one of our hotels. Cause when you guys remember, I've done property management years ago. Um, you know, we had a guy representing the state of Cincinnati and Sports Commission, and he stayed with us a lot. He was recruiting a lot. So I have to go to my Cincinnati team, which is the Bengals, because... Uh, you know, I've been there, I've been to the city It's beautiful. So that's, it is, you know, I got to root for them for sure. So, uh, best of luck to both teams. And of course we'll cover it while we see the game and we'll do a sports uh, edition here on KLP after map. So that's going to wrap it up here on our show today. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. I really do enjoy these shows T They, they, you know, they, they, they love it. They love us. Please be sure to stay tuned. Tomorrow, of course, we're going to be doing uh, more episodes, more podcasting this week, how the way we do it. I don't think we've talked about this tea, but throughout the week, we're going to be doing a nightly show of KLP Aftermath, and then the day after that, we're going to be uploading the video version of it. So um, bear with us. You know, we have to put things on schedule. You know, we have, we're have we working with a lot of stuff right now, so that's why we have to put things now on schedule, so that way we know when this video coming out, oh, this is coming out this when, this is coming out this day. Bear with us with that. Um, but that's going to wrap it up here, KLP Aftermath with your skill with Kennedy Lucas. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed today's show. As always, I like to say, stay safe and stay swanky. It's the KOP Aftermath. Get, get, get ready. What's up, what's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Yo, 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 yo. It's cracked like a spit. double Yo, what's going on? This is Jersey J. Radio. We're taking over the radio. You're locked in with KOP Kennedy Lucas. It's going down. It's crazy. What's, what's, what's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Power Core 94. 94.